y'all. This is my best friend, Adam Bash. And this is my best friend, Michaela Ray. And we're doing a show called Laser Hammer. Kind of. Sure. Why not? Okay. Yeah, I think so. News to me if we're not. I mean, no, I think I think I think we are. Um, I think I think this is going to be a podcast at some point. Yes. Um, Now, podcasts. Right. The interesting thing is that in theory, you can record an episode, pump Mm -hmm. it out, get it out there in in, you know, less than a few years. Well, yeah, that's the thing about podcasts is that like a lot of people jump onto that as a means of, of creative expression because the barrier to entry is so low. Sure, 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 sure. You know, basically anybody can can get together with their friend group or with, you know, people that they 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 kind of vibe with really well. And then they can record stuff and then sometimes do some light editing just to kind of, you know, get it into a, a good place. Maybe throw some some bumper music in there and stuff like sometimes that. Sometimes not. Sometimes you just raw dog it. Sometimes it's just flat audio files. Oh, yeah, just raw dog it. Yeah, totally. You can raw dog it. I've raw dogged some some podcasts, and they came out real raunchy and roachy. But okay, still made it still made it to the airways. And that's the thing about podcasts yeah. is that it is a thing where you release that audio mm-hmm. um, sequentially over time. And people just know where to find it. And it's like, boom, it shows up. Yeah. And it's just so easy. It's just so, it's, it's the thing is, it's so, so easy to do. It would surprise you to know that some podcasts take three years to release an episode. Um, well, but they craft, I think they craft things really well. Sure. If, they, if they take their time. Oh, sure. Here's the other thing. Podcasting industry. It's just, it's a juggernaut. It moves it moves so fast. You know, next thing you know, uh, you, you know, podcasting's nothing. And then all of a sudden Conan O'Brien starts a podcast. Now the whole game's changed. Landscape is completely different. Oh, yeah. You s- wake up from hibernation. It's a whole new world out there. Yeah. Um, the thing about this podcast. Yeah. In particular, this one that we're doing right now um, is this. This is the second time we've recorded this first episode. Um, uh, now, I'm sure um, this is the third time we've recorded this first episode. You, okay. That's correct. This is the third time we've recorded this first episode. I blocked out the memory of the first recording uh because it was so long ago um yeah uh, i mean it was almost three years ago well okay okay first of all time not super relevant to podcasting i think they those rss well i mean in this conversation it kind of is but in in this conversation yeah yeah, um not super relevant (laughs) not super relevant but it is relevant to this discussion right now and normally it's not super healthy to like blame one person uh for you know for a delay or for a minor inconvenience um i did stub my toe is the thing i did stub my toe two and a half years ago yeah very early on in this process and then like it got better my favorite thing about that metaphor is if we truffle our, our our like nasty little pig noses down deeper into that metaphor, I'm the mm-hmm. toe. I'm the toe because it's mm. my fault we haven't released in three years, um, well, even though we've talked about it for three years. Listen, it's only your, only your fault in in the sense that you didn't edit it, but then also, well, maybe you did actually. You told me you 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 actually did, and then just didn't release it. 
But then you also would not give me access to your side of any of the recordings. Well, he would. That's right. had all of my audio. Yeah, you did send me my. Yeah, I was going to edit it because, hey, Adam does a lot of stuff. I was going to edit it. I was like, I'm going to learn this trade. And that works for me sometimes. It works for me sometimes. This time it did not. I can't. I cannot edit a podcast. I can't. It won't. It just don't happen. Um, I did fully go through edit the the second first episode and the second second episode and then scorched earth burned it intended to start again couldn't hated it yeah people don't know this about you but you absolutely loathe your the sound of your own voice i hate it oh it's so bad now there are like every once in a while we find these things and it's like we know the the thing that that sets us apart because we're very similar in a lot of ways yeah in a handful i feel like Mm -hmm. this is one of those things that that sets us apart really far on the spectrum because as much as I like to hear myself talk is how much you hate to hear yourself talk. I hate it. It's terrible. I don't know. I, I don't know how I fucking found my way into podcasting. I do think it's your fault. Um, I did. Ultimately. I'm pretty sure I did ask you repeatedly to do podcasts. Yeah, Yeah, I was, I thought I'd be interested in it. And so I like guested around a little bit, but in terms of like a normal podcast rotation, I do, I would like to blame you. We have made some changes to the mm. format. In that we got rid of the format. Yeah, we took. Basically. <laughs> so the, the main change that we're doing uh, with this new format is uh, we took all the old format and we crumpled it into a ball. Uh, and then we folded it nine times Marie Kondo style, thanked it, and then set it on fire. And we're, not, we're just not going to do any of that. We're not going to do any of it. At a time, there was a plan. If you have, if you have ever attended a Geekly Con and you attended any of the past laser hammer um, live shows that we've done at past geekly cons. Yeah. They had a plan. They, there was a plan there. Mm-hmm. And that was pretty similar to the structure of early shows sure. where we would yeah. spend some time just kind of goofing on a thing. Yeah. And then we would play like an improv game basically. Uh, yeah. Like our own improv games. Cause they aren't like normal improv games. We like invented them cause they're optimized for, distance for video calls yeah. kind of yeah yeah yeah. now i mean there were less physical stunts in the uh in the podcast episodes sure sure less the, physical vi- the, 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 i think the feel and the vibe was pretty similar well yeah i it's still us neither of us have a super free form outlet so it just didn't make sense for us to have another outlet that had a bunch of stipulations and rules of how to use it do you know what i mean sure. um yeah. but in a in a grander sense Looking back on it, the only thing I liked from the like format, from the mechanics of the original was our naming convention. We're not doing mm. it this time, but nope. I did like that. I thought that that was Good. fun because I thought it was we just, terrible. We just each would pick a word. Yeah. That like the first word that came to your mind, very Pavlovian response type yeah. of situation. And it's like we would both count down three, two, one and say the word that came to mind. Yeah. Let's do that right now. Just for oh, fun. God. We're obviously, okay. we're not doing it for the show. We're not going to name sure. it this, you know. Sure, It's not the naming convention we're going to use, but we're just going to do it just sure. to show you. Just show you. Ready? Three, two, one. Jasmine. VJ. All right. Okay. There you go. Notes. Okay. That that wasn't an organic fun thing because we talked about VJs for 35 minutes before we actually were able to start recording this episode. Well, we talked about Jasmine for about 15. So, I mean, it's all pretty much the same. When did we talk about Jasmine. Oh, you blocked it out because of the VJ stuff, I'm sure. Probably. Why did I, why do why is this platform something that I use? I do hate my own voice and I cannot edit them. Well, but you do like to have a, a good fun joking time. 
I think. I do. And that's a good thing about podcasts. Yeah, sure. Fun joking times like podcasts like Serial, you know, fun, 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 real laid back, just real, yeah, fun, jokey times all around. Well, that's not the show you're trying to do right now, though. Are you? Am I, am I walking into something I didn't expect? I think, I think. Are we going to solve a crime, Ray? I think if a crime occurs, I think. Listen, you don't, you don't see you don't see me at home at home you do not see me right now but what I am doing is I'm getting out a deerskin cap like I I'm looking real Sherlock Holmesian. I was about to say interesting to cast me as Watson so quickly. Oh wait, is a deer stalker cap not a deer Yeah, it's a deer stalker. What if you had a deer stalker cap made out of deer skin though? A lot of fur. Do you get bonus points? That's cuz it's like guess what? I can really stalk a deer. Look at how I skinned it and I made it into this hat. Anyway, I'm putting on this hat. Okay. And I'm doing it because I'm ready to solve crimes. What crime have you brought to me, the world's greatest boy detective? It was really more of a, a like thin like metaphor, like mm. narrative that I was going for of like if if you focus on if you like work hard, put in work enough for some bullshit like anything can be your cereal. Okay, so there's no like my cereal and your cereal. You're saying there's no there's no crime. It will okay. I I there's crimes everywhere. Yeah, I'm saying maybe bring one to me once in a while. All right. Okay. Well, you know what? I'm sure some old lady somewhere had her fortune stolen by like some gardener or something like mm, Agatha Christie. Style. I suspect it was the gardener. Got it. Righto again. Yes. Th- thanks. I'm yes. People don't listen enough to the exposition is the thing. You oh, okay. really get and you dig down deep into the exposition. A lot of times they tell you things right off the bat. I feel like I'd be a terrible Watson. You would you would be an okay Watson. No, you wouldn't. And that's a, the reason is, is that I don't. Oh, are we talking about Watson vis-a-vis the books? Are we talking about Watson vis-a-vis the series, the BBC series with that Stephen Moffat wrote? Either. They are different. But I don't think you would I don't think you would really do either of those spectacularly. You're much more Sherlock than you are Watson. I think I could be that like supportive, but I don't think I could enable for that long. I think I would I think what would happen is in our flat, in our two two one B Baker Street flat, mm-hmm. we we would sit down and have way too many like pseudo psychotherapy, psychobabble discussions about communication and but like I just I don't think I could let that lie i don't think i could let that ride for that long um you're right i think i am more of a sure i think we're both more of a sherlock which we is not kind of both more sherlocks that's probably why we don't accumulate a wealth of friends one podcast two sherlocks one podcast two sherlocks <laughs> that's the pornhub account we'll make you do other podcasts outside of this begrudgingly well for a while and then you added me to we both do podcasts. We both. I do one other podcast. Okay. Yeah. But it's the same one. It's the same one. I'm trying to kill that other one off. So like <laughs> sure. pretty soon, pretty soon we'll just both be like lockstep. We'll be like even Stevens again. Two Sherlock's, two podcasts. But the same two podcasts for those same two Sherlock's. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is this sort of what you intended when you sort of like took your clawed hands, grabbed me by my lapels and pulled me deeper into this hell? Yes. All right. To be honest, I did like very quickly realize that you're a funny enough person that you would do really, really well at something like this. Okay. Yet to be seen. But we, we um, <laughs> the, fir- the first 48 minutes of this recording, <laughs> we're talking on potential, you know? Sure. Um, 
I, I thought like you would you would do you would do great at this. So like my plan was I really did want just to I just wanted to get in on the ground level of Ray Enterprises. That's where I was all about it. That's what okay. partially like that's why I kept I remember we went through this the other day where I was like looking for something that I had sent you a really, really long time ago. Yes. And so like we were reliving old hangouts threads and stuff like old that. Conversations. And I had pitched you probably like five different formatted podcast ideas. Yeah, you did. Pretty early in our friendship. Because I was interested in getting my name attached to the good goof star that you are. Yeah. Funny enough, you mentioned ground level because if, if if this actually ever hits the airways, which like the idea is that it will, of course, of course, of course, three years later, um, if this actually hits the airways, this will be the this will be the first time I've started anything. I keep I keep getting invited to stuff like eight years in, 16 years in. Mm-hmm. 29 years ago. Oh, that's great. I, but I've never, I've ne- like, I've, I tried before this to make two podcasts like from the ground up starting. And mm-hmm. for whatever reason, both of them just wrong people. Yeah. Neither of them had you in it. And that's the problem. Exactly. Weird. I've always been added to a machine that's already like chug a luggin. Uh, mm-hmm. Gives me a lot of anxieties. Love that. Love that for me. Love that journey for me. Um, this will be different. This will be very interesting because it'll be, um, something I was invited to. It's like being invited to the party at the beginning as opposed to like being invited at the end of the party because there's no more beer left and everyone's too drunk to buy more beer. So you invite me and then you're like, okay, but you need to bring a keg with you when you come. That's that's kind of what it feels like when you're invited to a podcast seasons in is like bring energy. Sure. <laughs> bring something different. <laughs> Instead of being the Uber driver that people call when the party's over, mm. you're the Uber driver that we called it. To bring us to the party. But then you're so cool that we're like, hey, Uber driver. Stick around. I've never even been to Uber driver. Hey, hey, Uber driver, I smell some edibles in your trunk. Would you like to now enter this party with us for the price of those edibles? Hey, Uber driver, I know we just met. This is crazy. This podcast episode is about podcasts, generally speaking. And we've talked about the fact that we completely threw away the concept of formats. I mean, aside from the fact that we have a topic, I guess that is in a a way a format. But other than that, and we aren't even keeping too close to that one, we don't really have a format. Would you recommend you, the Uvu Java of podcasts? Yeah, this might be Would you recommend that people, that when they start a podcast, that they have a fully formed concept and, and, and format going when they make their podcast or do you think that it's probably best to let it evolve more naturally and just kind of sit down and start trying to make things work and then just let it let it go where it takes you oh god both sound disgusting yeah they do why do people do this i don't know here's the thing you have to have a plan for certain types of podcast formats right if serial had no plan and they just went in and people were just getting drunk and screaming about murder but then a murder happened it would be better you know, actually Maybe you have to you have to have a plan for some things or you have to murder someone. Those are the two options. Sure. I think podcasts should develop a TV pilot type mentality. I think they should brainstorm it. Mm -hmm. I think they should like turn on a thing, record for like double time and do every single idea. There is no bad ideas in brainstorming. Do every everything, but record it once do a rough chop edit where you just like hear all the voices together, listen to it back, figure out the things you like, the things you hated, and then go from there. Cause like some things need a plan. 
see that's basically what we did we've done this we've done this intro we've done this first episode three times yeah but i think i think they need to do a tv pilot thing and then release it if it's great and if it's not garbage great it was a it was a like works workshop situation i do have to tell you that that i do i do like i I do feel like we're doing the best this time so that's great oh oh that'd be a fun that'd be a fun thing to include of like a a running ticker commentary of like hey i think this is going well hey i think this is going terrible sure yeah that'd be great so here's the thing about podcasts I think it's easy to make one. I think it's really I mean, apparently not. <laughs> no, no, okay. No, let's let's do this again. No, let's circle back around for the tenth time. And let's talk about how long it's taken us to release this. I think podcasts are very easy to make. It's so easy to, mm-hmm. to pop one out. I think it is incredibly difficult to make one that is even moderately successful. Yes. Like I think I think that's true of anything, right? I think there's gonna be a small number of movies or a small number of TV shows that are hits, but there are like a, for the huge ocean of podcasts that are made. I think there's yeah. a very, very few that are like good or relevant or like well known. Um, because good is obviously subjective. Yeah. Yeah. I think that there are a lot of good podcasts. There are more good podcasts than there are relevant podcasts or like known, well-known podcasts. Correct. Obviously. Very correct. They're just so niche. But I also think there are more successful podcasts than there are well-known podcasts because it really just depends on what success is. And that yeah. is something that you have to mm. kind of come to terms with early on. If your idea for success for a podcast is that everybody knows it and like you're the new serial, I got bad news. It's not going to be great. No, that's not going to happen. Probably I should say it's easy to make a podcast. It's difficult to hit some sort of any kind of financial, like any kind of financial relevance. Sure. In, like in your day or in your life. Yeah. there's. It's very rare that somebody earns a living being a podcaster. It's rare. It's also an interesting life because it's like it's something that requires so, so little to make. I mean, you can obviously add more time and like post-production to it. But it's hard. It's hard. Like, how do you how do you promote it? Like, how do you you know, things like different content creation, like venues and stuff have like built in kind of rules and algorithms. But that none of that's fucking here. You know? Yeah, it, it catches or it doesn't. Yeah. And if it does catch everything that you do and all the work that you pour into it may marginally move its popularity. Yeah. It feels so divorced from your actual ability to have huge effects on it yeah and that's something that like yeah i would definitely agree that that's been something i've struggled with as a podcast creator for a long time sure is that i have one podcast that's moderately successful don't know how it happened no clue well i think i think that's part of it i think i think you won't i think you won't know unless unless someone is making a podcast who already has a platform from another thing yeah. like unless or a voice that people know yeah like, like yeah like if you're joe rogan your podcast is gonna do fine do you know what i mean yeah like if you're like the the macroways were already like on polygon like they had somewhat of a platform for like a person to know their name do you know what i mean yeah if if this is your first foray into content creation it's just it's really i think it depends a lot on the title and i think you got to do some fuck shit i think you definitely got to play youtube mind games with the titles of the podcasts because you have to get them in people's search right because there's no like yeah. for you page there's like a home page but it's only like the joe rogan experience and my brother my brother and me and like the home page is only the hyper successful like already yeah i would also say though that Podcast listeners are generally like the most passionate people at trying to get other people to listen to their shit. Like that's fair. I think, I think that like 
people try to get other people to listen to their podcast, like podcasts that they like. And I think that happens like uh, on a level that might exceed some other mediums. Like, I don't think it it's this, like, I guess people do that with TV too. I mean, it's like, you need to watch this show. It's so good. But like, I feel like people are mouthpieces for like podcasts. People like, I think people are brainwashed programmed into wanting something visual right they like so i think it's easy to refer them to a television show and say like here watch this one thing like i really like this tv show watch this i really like this movie try this out um since this is just an audio experience i think that's already a tick down because it's not something to like it's not something that's stimulating to multiple senses but also it requires a lot of buy-in because every podcast that i'm aware of is between a 30 minute to an hour long event and most of them are an hour Mm. or more because that it's just that's the format that it is and so that's so much buy-in like i think it's almost impossible to convert someone that's not a podcast listener if you listen to podcasts regularly and that's something that you do i think it's easy to talk them into adding something to the rotation but i think it's so hard to convert someone to not from not listening to any podcasts to listening to like this one specific podcast you like oh no 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 you just need to get the right you just need to get your fingers in the right type of lyft and uber drivers that, back to uber Uber's the way to go because if you just get people to listen all you gotta do is get people to listen this is what we should be doing we should both set ourselves up as uber drivers and here's why because then we can drive around all the time and we drive people around and we could be listening to our own podcast all the time but we won't say it's us obviously I, and then wouldn't they wouldn't they catch on that that's your voice no you put on an accent when you talk to them like when it's like where would you like to go you'd come out and put in an accent right yeah Johnny Orr, just like right. really yeah yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd be yeah whatever my british right. australian accent that i don't know how to mm-hmm. do use sure. that and then and then they're like Man, what is this oh you you like this show it's good it's really good isn't it okay well, well there's a there's a card in the back of the seat wow seat back right there it's a card i that's where i downloaded it from some multimillionaire was in this in this Uber just yesterday and he told me all about it and apparently it made him rich and things like that. Right? Yeah. I you want oh, you wanna hear the you wanna hear the gag? You wanna hear the fucking gag? Um, I have a I have a friend, you know, uh, he works in like digital marketing platforms. He he works at a, like a small company that manages like local mostly local businesses. It's not like a huge marketing firm, it's not mad men. It's like they handle the businesses for this town um, for their like social media and their Google ads and stuff. The owner of that business, Weird Boomer, Weird Boomer, just figured out about podcasts like a year ago. He has a podcast, a daily podcast that's like a five minute to 10 minute talking update, um, which is it's just him talking into the Internet ether. And it's like how to make a million dollars in business. Mm hmm. He's not made a million dollars in business. This is a journal that he thinks he'll be able to look back upon and like listen to all of these once he's made a million dollars in business. Um, oh, so he's just getting ahead of the game. Listen, that's fine. You can do that kind of stuff. So it, it, that's an audio journal. And it's so it's just so funny to me because he does promote it a lot. And it's so it's so funny to me that he promotes I mean, that. he's calling his shot, though. Yeah, it's like it's like the McElroy brothers will be in Trolls, too. But this too. is not like a passion project. He makes an employee edit this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, if you're gonna be an eccentric like boss and be weird and have super weird requests of your employees, that's just not a very fun one. Like, if you're gonna be eccentric, if you're gonna if you're gonna be a weirdo, I don't think your eccentricity should be this like weird passion project podcast that you do. I think it should be like you. 
have ducks in like swaddled in a purse all day that you carry around and that you feel like it should be something interesting. You making a passion project five minutes a day podcast is better than it doesn't injure any ducks. Zero ducks. Injured. I'm not injuring the ducks. I'm, I'm I was trying to come. OK, I've seen you handle ducks. <laughs> you don't swaddle them loosely enough. You have a you have some point to be proven here. This, You're like, I'm going to make sure the duck does not get out of this swaddle. This weird narrative that you have that I'm a very aggressive duck swaddler is interesting. Not entirely accurate. We had chickens on my farm, not ducks, you heathen. You're the one that brought up the duck narrative, okay. not me. Okay, it's because of this John Mulaney joke that I was thinking of where he, there was an old man who just, there was like a guy, it was a boss, and he was just weird, this weird eccentric man, and he called his employees little ducklings. Because he mm. was so old and they were so young, and so he called them little ducklings, gotcha. and then he's and then he would go quack quack, and it was it was just a weird eccentric thing that a boss would do. That's what I'm saying. What I'm saying is is fucking be like go full out, be wild. If you were a boss, imagine this world. Imagine the world where you and you are a boss, where I have where I have power over the decisions of not only myself but of others. And you have decided to you've decided to craft an eccentricity for yourself. I already love where we're going with this. Continue. Okay, so imagine in this world that you have. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna set a few uh, I'm gonna set a few standards here that are gonna be important to you. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is in a post COVID nineteen world, so sure. you need to have your eccentricity be able to translate really well to remote work as well. So like whatever you choose okay. has to be something that can continue on to be in place in a situation where people are doing more work from home and teleconferencing. Go. Okay, here's the thing about me. I don't know if you know this about me, but I eh, I'm pretty talkative and pretty friendly. I I can I can talk and I can go and I can distract people mm-hmm. pretty well. So I think my eccentricity would need to be like a visual joke that's just mine and mine alone. Like if if it were in person work, I think that I could like change my lip color like every 30 minutes. Every new person walks in the door, Ooh. different lip color. Wipe it off, put a new one on. I would spend so much money in liquid lipsticks, but it would take it would take employees like a couple of hours to realize, and then it would be something where that like if I'm their supervisor, if I'm their boss, they there's not a good time to bring that up because when are you talking about your boss that you're like this lipstick? Because I'm gonna dominate that conversation because of who I am. Because I'm the worst. Can you? Yeah. Could you? Could you like? What, do you think that you would go bold and like? Do a total change, like like in the morning you're wearing red, yes, and then in the afternoon yes. you're wearing steel blue. Yes, that's the point. Or, no, that's the point. Okay, great. But but do do you think that you would start Incre- off though, incremental so they think they're going incrementally crazy. and Absolutely. try to convince people you have transition? Whenever like, I have transition lip, lip whenever like, there's lipstick. a new whenever there's a new employee, I think I would go really really subtle, really like palette of neutrals, palette of pinks or something. Uh, as soon as they, I am convinced they have caught on to this, like. Or on their birthday or on someone's birthday. Sure. I go from like green to purple to blue, like all over the, like that's my setting state. The cake comes out. You come in to sing happy birthday. Your lips are purple. And then, then you go away and you come back in and it's the original color. It's the original color. I feel like I would have a new, if there was like a, an employee event like that, I think I would have like a lip color for singing. I would take it mm. off. I have would have a lip color for eating the cake. I would take it off. I would have a lip color for the whatever afterward. I, th- I think I think I would I would go full out if that was my goof. But I think it'd be something visual. I love it. Like that. I think it would work. Yeah. Yeah. So if it was distance, 
it it would be much harder, but I think it'd be a similar visual thing where I'd be like, okay, I'm going to leave this Zoom meeting for a second, come back, new shirt. Totally new shirt. Sure. New, I have four cardigans on the back of my chair. I'm always switching, I'm constantly switching cardigans. You'd still have to change the lipstick because I think everybody would be waiting around for the time when you had like the green lipstick yeah. and then like you had your green screen uh, chroma keying on. Sure. My favorite part about the lipstick goof is that I feel like it would come up passive aggressively way before it would come up openly and directly. I feel like for my birthday, they would get me a set of lipsticks for like for Christmas. I would get a set of lipsticks like something, mm. something like that. Someone leaves a tube of lip balm and it's like, well, we know this isn't hers. I like I think it would come up passive aggressively and it would never, ever be said directly. So there'd be a new hire like, um, what am I? losing my mind or was she wearing a purple lipstick this morning it's like oh okay something you gotta know about the boss i (laughs) that well then it'd be a fun thing to like feign ignorance that i do that it'd be a really fun thing to be in denial about if i was ever approached directly i'm like well okay sometimes i change my look up i don't know what you're talking like you're that's pretty dramatic what you're talking about sometimes (laughs) i like to you know one day this color one day that color like i i would love to be in denial about that. I think that sounds very fun. Cause I think it's, it's a ridiculous enough thing that they would believe you for a second. Like you could gaslight them. Yeah. I think it'd be so. You can convince somebody. Yeah. That, that they, why are you looking at my mouth That's so their much? their problem. Yeah. 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 The funny thing is, is that I don't wear lipstick. Like hardly ever. Just because like my lunch experience takes like four hours because I nibble mm. constantly. So lipstick yeah. is a, I would have to change my whole life to do this joke, which I'm love. Well, you wouldn't, though, because you'd be constantly applying new lipstick anyway, so it wouldn't matter if it got all messed up. That's fair. That's why you need to live this life. So much would be on my teeth. It's a good choice for, for your eccentricity, is all I'm saying. You've picked a good one. Okay, well, are you are you going to, are we going to, are you going to have an eccentricity that, you, that you're going to talk about if you oh, were a boss? Yeah. Okay. Hell yeah, baby. No desk chairs. Give me a tire swing. That's it. Okay. Big power move. I'm gonna be sitting in a tire swing. Okay. Are you gonna Are you gonna have both of your feet in and then you like hang hang on the other side? Or are you sometimes? Gonna... It depends. Okay. It depends. Okay. It depends on what's going on here. Okay. Sure. 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 sure, sure. If oh, is this a is this a vertical um tire swing or is this a horizontal tire swing? Very different. It's a vertical okay. tire All swing. Right. Vertical tire swing. I don't want to be. That's more visually compelling. Sure. A, a horizontal one, like you're just like lazy boying it down the river. Not going to happen. No, I'm a vertical tire swinging it. It's safer for kids, but continue. Sure. For most of the, for most of the time, I'm probably just going to stick my butt right in it and like lean forward over my desk sure. and my butt's going to be in the tire. Um, if I'm going to have take like a business meeting or something, people are going to be coming in. I will just pop my legs through and then I can like do a little bit more spinning. I don't have to interact as much with things on my desk. Sure. And I can, you know, a lot of dramatic turnarounds and be like, oh, really, Ryan, what do you think? And then just like as I'm turning away from him, like let him know that I don't really value his opinion. And then if it's like a situation where I have to like fire somebody, then I would be sitting like both legs up on top, sure. just straddling the rope yeah. or maybe even standing on it, um, standing on the tire swing, holding the rope. You came in like a wrecking ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lead out to one side a little bit and just be like, all right, well, you know, we got some real problems with you stealing office supplies, Timothy. And <laughs> I, I'm just saying. That's so good. That's so good. If you reinforce like where it's mounted just to make sure that it's like not a drop ceiling or anything like that. I think that, I think that office tire swings long overdue, long overdue. I, I love that for you. First of all, second Mm -hmm. of all, I love 
I, I love the idea of you having different tire covers because like, I, I like the idea of you covering it when you're not using it. Like you sure. getting off the tire saying, oh, we have to go to this conference meeting. Okay, hold on. Let me put my life is good tire cover over this swing really quickly just to keep it mm-hmm. fresh for when I'm in here next. Um, I love love all of that. Everything about that is great. Um, I also think that it really highlights the like differences in our job fields because I never, as a boss, I never even picture myself having an office, <laughs> even if I was the boss because of the way my field works versus the way your field works. But I think, I think it'd be well, so funny. Well, okay. Okay. My, my field is a teacher. We don't have offices. Okay. But you have like desks. And if you were in theory, if you were the supervisor, you were a principal. I was, this is, this is like, me. This is me being a successful businessman. This is not me being a teacher or a principal or in school. I am not going to. You're living full fantasy at this point. You've gone, you've gone Valentina. Do you think sure. for a second sure. that I would bring a tire swing into a school? Absolutely. That's, no. Yes. Not for me. Because then the kids are going to want to be on the tire swing all the well, time. Yeah. It's a joke. It's a game. It's fun. But it's not it'd make powerful you, it'd make you feel, if it's in a school. It would make you feel superior if you could tell these kids not to get on your tire swing. Don't even. I already feel superior. I'm the teacher. That makes me superior. It's like built <laughs> in already. I'm a grown up. I'm a grown person. Now I'm I'm living in a world a lot of where we are Charlie, you're trying to convince we, me. I'm living in a world where we are yeah uh, entrepreneurs we're uh, business moguls. Okay, we're both of us. But well, hold on, both of us are, is this we're we we've done a business together. Yes. Okay. I imagine that we were like we had like adjoining offices right next to each other. Oh gosh, could could we have one? Could we have like a, in those weird hotel suites where there's a room connecting the middle so we don't have her, ever have to walk out into the hallway even? <gasps> could it be a small door like a cat door? <gasps> but then we can make people go from one of us to the other. They have to go through the cat door. No, that's our spe- that's our special cat door. That's for us. I don't want to go through a cat door. I <laughs> can't get through. Oh, you can slide slices of cake through there, I guess. What if what if it's like a tube like a hamster? How do you feel about that? Like mm. it's a like it's um a play place kind of a thing. Like there's a tube slide. I, mean, I guess so. If we, uh, what if it's a big tube and then like you can get into one of those like uh, one of those life size uh, hamster ball type things and roll oh, no. through okay, it? I figured it out. I figured it out. I figured it out. I figured it out. No door, but the mm. but that wall between us, pure glass. We don't have any other like windows, any other like shit into our office. You go to our office, but our offices are separated by one wall that's just glass. The whole time someone is meeting with one of us, the other person is contractually obligated to just be doing some. Shit on the other side, like. Well, I mean, I'm already gonna be in uh, on in a, a tire, tire swing, <laughs> so sure. I mean, like, that's already done. I'm I'm gonna have like a full like a uh, uh, beauty guru mirror with only lipstick set up, like mounted on. The I wall. think it's better if you're like if you're like right up to the glass fixing your lipstick, and then they're gonna be like, uh, "Is that a one way mirror?" And then you just like press a button that's an intercom and just say no. <laughs> Yeah. And that's it. That, Nothing else. That would be, yeah, that would be really good. I also think that if we like uh, like owned, owned a company together, if we were big bosses at the same company together, I think obviously mm-hmm. we'd be best friends outside of work. I think we'd have to do our very best to convince the staff that we hate each other. I think it would be a fun gaslighting experience for us where we would convince everyone there that we don't get along. Yeah. And we they so that way they can't bring the other one up to us. And it's like, we they built this office. Why did they put their... Why they put it together with a big glass I wanted, wall? I want them to believe. I want them to believe that I am 
I am trying to like get me fired, like muscle me out. I'm trying to organize a coup to like, <laughs> yeah. to like steal the rights to the company basically and push you out. We're 50, 50 owners or partners. It went sour. We, we will not talk yeah. about it. We won't talk about it. I like the idea of it. Like, okay, budget cuts. We've got to let go of someone, but I don't know enough about these people to know who to get rid of. What are we going to do? We're going to let's get rid of the other we're boss. Gonna tell all of, we're <laughs> going to tell all of them that we're going to try to muscle the other boss out. The ones that get on board with the coup, the ones that aren't loyal, fire them. Oh, you agreed with my plan? You're not loyal. You're not loyal to this other boss. Fire them. So they don't find out until the day they're fired that we aren't enemies. Mm. And then, and then we'll be left with the people that are the most tepid. <laughs> <laughs> we will get all the fence sitters. <laughs> Feelings one way. I'm glad though this this is how, this, there's a reason that we are we are business brilliant we are like brilliant business yeah, people yeah, at this yeah, point yeah, yeah, it's because yeah, we have yeah. found a foolproof way to develop just a real t- a real team of fence sitters. <laughs> yeah, well, yes, we will have the most lukewarm like room temp bottled water fucking folks working for this company that has no purpose. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm. I think that's great. Honestly, it. honestly, we have so much, so many like fuck shit ideas between us and so much like random chaos energy between us that if we also had an office full of people with like really boisterous personalities and really like boisterous opinions, it'd be it'd be a lot. It'd be a lot. Yeah, we really we really do best when people just don't. You know what I mean? When they just like don't. <laughs> Hey, everyone else, just hey, maybe just take a step back for us. It's just a hot the sack. Fucking thing. No, like that. It's there's just us two, us two together just has so much chaos energy that sometimes, I, it, especially if we were in charge, if we were given unilateral control over like a space and people, I, mm-hmm. I think, I think they would in architecture in this environment. Yeah, in architecture in this environment, I, I think that it would, it would really serve us to to have a lot of folks that sort of come in do their job and then don't really like this is this is not what their life is about they got hobbies they got hobbies outside of work i think i would take all of the chairs in the office and i would replace them with um like those real crappy plastic folding chairs not even the metal Uh, folding chairs that you get like plastic folding chairs now why would you do that do you want people to hate you that sounds because i would tell them i would tell them all that you did it for budget cuts i would tell everybody that you were the one that did it you're the one that changed out their chairs and i said we can't do this to people we should probably maybe maybe spend less on the new mural that's going to be painted the lipstick mural i have by banksy (laughs) in your office i contracted out banksy and you were very adamant sell the chairs and also there's less chairs than there are people well okay so that sorts out another thing that sorts out who's first fired Okay, that's such that's a really fun that's a really fun concept of of firing people. Uh it's mm-hmm. it's cruel as hell. But if you just take one chair, sequester it away, and then every day a yeah, chair is gone. Duck. Every day you get to the office. Like this, we like, don't tell people chairs. you have to show up to this is brilliance. Because here's the thing. You can't tell people they have to show up before their work before their work shift starts. That's illegal. Sure. But you can take a chair out of your office every day yeah. so that people do have to show up early so that they can claim their chairs. Because if they don't, yeah. they're gonna get fired because they don't have a chair. I think Day one, there are no chairs, one chair right in the middle. First one that shows up gets to sit, everyone else stands. Then after that, there's always just one chair missing in random places. Because I just want to start that culture. On day one, though, on day one, we also are going to hire an actor to just walk behind us and cry all day. That's all that guy does. And then on day two, he's gone. 
And it's like, what happened to Dave? <laughs> he seemed so upset. It was like, yeah, well, you know, we had to let Dave go. I think, okay, I think, I think like all of the office, I think we have one assistant between us, a shared assistant. The first day they are like running back and forth between all of the offices. They're running around. They're following us. We, after that, never see them again, never acknowledge that their existence. Mm-hmm. So they're like, where did, um, Brad go? Where, where is Ashley? Always at Starbucks. Always at Starbucks. They're, oh, they're, they're getting our coffee order. Did you miss the coffee order today? Yeah. They're always, are they still not back with the coffee? All day, every day. Yeah, because then they're going to feel bad. Then they're going to be bringing it up and it's like, you're right. What the heck is up with Ashley today? She spent all day at Starbucks. I'm going to have a stern talking to Ashley. This is our version of whatever that horror movie is with with the bad man with the target cheeks. Saw. Saw. I kept wanting to say scream and I knew it was wrong. He does have the target logo on his cheeks. Anyway, it's fine. This is our version of Saw, right? This this mm-hmm. just like low, I mean, semi-low stakes, like no one's going to die, but just like. But we are ruining people's lives. Let's let's get that out of the way. We're not like cutting off body parts. No. I mean, not day one or two at least. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't have something good. I really started off like I was going to have something. I really. You made you have me convinced. I know. I set up in my chair and everything like I had something. Well, I was thinking. I was like, now I'm, this is going for a well, ride here. I was thinking here. about the porn podcast I listen to, and I was going to think about podcasts that, like, you don't feel comfortable listening to in public or, like, something some fuck like that. But I just didn't is the thing. It's kind of like, have you, ever, have you ever gone to, like, an amusement park? Mm-hmm. And do you like to ride roller coasters generally? Like, is that something you enjoy or? Love it. Yeah, I love yeah. it too. It has shocked me that we have exchanged a new piece of information about ourselves. First of all, at this stage in our friendship. And second of all, after two hours of recording, <laughs> continue. We haven't been to a theme park together yet. Unfortunately. On the list. What's what's your least favorite thing about riding, riding roller coasters? The line. Yeah. Imagine that you wait through that line and then you get to the front and they open, like it's just behind like one extra turn. You go around that turn and there's no roller coaster there. There's not even a track. That would, yeah. It's just an exit that says, "Go right back out this way, please." You've done it. You've done it. This was the. This was the. This was where we were taking sure, you. Sure, 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 sure. That's kind of what the ride you took me <laughs> on there was, where it was like, "I've got something," and be convinced I've got something yeah. because of everything you know about me. And then you were like, "No, I'm just no." There's the door. Oh, podcast amnesia. Yes. Oh my god, podcast amnesia. I'm not going to remember any of this in th- thirty-five seconds when we finish. I'm, ass- I'm that's a called shot. It's not going to happen. But in whenever we finish this. What's the first thing you remember us talking about? On this episode of this podcast? On this episode, yes. Are we including the 35 minutes that I spent, sorry, 45 minutes that I spent feeling anxious about doing the introduction? Are, well, are we counting that? I'm sure, yeah. So we're counting the recording yeah. and not the episode. I want to see how far back, I want to see how far back your memory goes with podcast amnesia. Can you develop amnesia of a podcast you were in the middle of doing? Or is it only like the next day? Like an inception. Okay. Um, I remember us talking about the Goofy movie and and by by extension. Wow. And by extension, yeah, and probably Polly Shore. Polly Shore and the VJs. I remember us establishing a birthday timeline that obviously highlighted Polly Shore in it with Chris Gaines. And then we kind of moved to a pop princess mentality. And then I looked at vitamin C lyrics for a long time. And I looked mm-hmm. at the wrong graduation mm-hmm. lyrics because for some reason, Benny Blanco also has a song called graduation where he calls Laura a bitch or a dumbass. He calls Laura. He says something mean. 
Um, mean things about Laura. Yeah. Yeah. Where as vitamin C just sort of says, as we go on, la, la, la. Um, la, so la, we, we did, yeah. we did all that. We taught, we meta kind of talked about introductions and how long this is taking me. And then we laughed about that. We roasted me a lot for this taking three years to come out and fair. I mean, justified roasting well okay to be fair you roasted yourself a lot sure. and i tried to roast you in a funny way because i thought well let's do it in a funny way because it's a comedy podcast is oh okay all right okay you're okay you're establishing a genre <laughs> for this now okay i mean kind all of right. no you breathe life into it if you had said a drama then that, that's what we would have branded this as so you just breathed a comedy life in this it's a dramedy yeah okay we have to we have to be funny but have a lot of heart now because you've labeled us a dramedy. That's us. Funny with a lot of heart. That's us. <laughs> I mean, accurate. accurate. Um, I have been on. I have been on a roller coaster. Uh, no, we were talking about podcast amnesia. We were. Yeah, we, you forgot. Okay, <laughs> hey, all right. you <laughs> forgot already. Within it, you inceptioned yourself. <laughs> <laughs> about so much it's been two hours yeah we've never had a two-hour conversation like ever so all right i get it all right all <laughs> right all right okay i can't see my keyboard anymore because of the shade because it's thick in here it's thick in this room um if we sat down if we sat down got on a discord call and talked for two hours straight that would probably be the shortest be discord the call shortest we ever discord had if we call. just ended it right there yeah yeah, which is why I had to come in with my big, uh, my big twin snake energy. Yeah. Oh, the twin snakes. God, I know, I know, we were gonna call this episode podcast, but what if we call this episode twin snakes? Oh, you and me are the twin snakes. <laughs> Metal Gear Solid okay, Six. Who is, twin snakes. All right. No, if there's a sweet and a sour, then who's the sweet and who's the sour? If we're the twin snakes, mm. that's so very important. No. No. That's it's it's moot. Here's the thing I'm gonna tell you about Haribo twin snakes. You don't eat them separately, right? Okay. You could pull them apart. You could eat them separately. And then you would know this one's sweet, this one's sour. But you don't. Okay. You eat them together. They are sweet and sour. That do It does sound like you're sort of pussying out of answering the question by just saying that the question's moot. That's exactly what I'm doing. I, I just. I don't think either one of us is all sweet and either one is all sour. No, I agree. But on the sweet to sour spectrum, I feel like we're not mm. the same dot. I'm more sour. I feel like I'm more sour than you. I, I have. I wish I was more sour. I feel like I am more sweet. But God, I. That sucks. I, yeah, I. Yeah, I, I do feel like I'm more sweet. OK, well, that's why it works, though, because yeah. like when we go hang out with people in public, <laughs> you need a little bit of sourness. I do. And I need I need somebody that can sweeten people up. I need I need I need to be a I mean if if you just walk out and you're a sour a person and you walk out and people are like, hey, this look at that guy. His face looks like he just sucked down a lemon. And you're gonna be like going up and talking to this person? Probably not. Sure. But if you got somebody else, you're like, look, how sweet. Wonderful. I do very palatable. Then it's a combined, it's a melange yeah. in your in your face. It's like this is pretty I good. do agree that my presence makes approaching you more palatable for other people i think that that's true. okay i was gonna say that in a meaner way <laughs> and then i realized you said it as mean as a possible that you could have said it anyway the way i was gonna say that was more mean was the same way that you said it <laughs> i do <laughs> i can't think of a non-mean way to say 
that, but it's like. I'm glad you said palatable, not tolerable. No, of course not. It's pretty close. No, no, it's no. It's a no, pretty no. close toss-up. Uh, but but that's a. I've had too much gummy candy. I gotta close these up. I can't have these all eaten in one day. I'll feel so bad about myself. We don't feel bad about ourselves in this podcast. That's bullshit. Um, um, excuse me. This is eight ounces of fucking gummy flavors. Okay, that is that that's is a lot. lot of ounces of gummy flavor. That's a lot of candy. No, I do. I do though. I do think. I do think that. I like soften, soften the. You're flow. more approachable. I do think I am, and that's because you not like a, you meet people. Thing. You meet people in the middle, though. Sure. It's like as people walk up, you're already like, "Hey, how's it going? Yeah. Hey, what's up?" Like, yeah, you, 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 like you bring people in, and I'm much more of a like, "All right, well, we've been talking for yeah, a couple minutes, and uh, gotta go." go hit the head yeah didn't you just come aren't we in the bathroom <laughs> did you just i'm still peeing we're washing our hands <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it's uh i'm gonna go use a different one though because like i like to switch it up i like to pee in one bathroom and then poop in a different bathroom Claim. it's just a it's a thing that yeah like a dog um it's eccentricity that i have God. anyway i'm gonna be out of here real quick yes and i'm i'm not like that in that I just I you'll pee and poop in I'll the same place poop. all the time almost I'll exclusively. I'll pee and poop everywhere at once right now. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like an explosion of waste. Don't love that description of me, but sure. Oh no, not not of you, just of what you do. Okay, like, not still not my favorite description. <laughs> maybe. How do we end this podcast? Because I'm I'm looking down at the time that we've recorded, and I feel like I feel like ending the podcast. Should happen sometime soon. Sure. Okay. Or like, let's say an episode of this podcast instead of the podcast proper. So how do you end a podcast or this podcast? Which one is more important to you right now? Let's go with this episode of this podcast. All right. Thanks, everybody. We had fun. <laughs> and like, you could just say goodbye. Isn't that a thing? Like, it's, it's just like everything, you know, we've we've gone very free form with this, right? Sure. We've gone very... Very au naturel, very, um, you know, very bathtub water birth. Everything ends with like a like and subscribe. How do you find us? Everything ends like that pretty much. But we're not going to do that. Oh, okay. What are we going to do? Why would we do that? Why? Okay. Like how? This isn't YouTube. Subscribe. Well, you already subscribed or else how would well, you find okay. us? Okay. Obviously, the, obviously the, the like part of this. The call to action the call is what you're to about. Yeah. That's, we need a call that's to like action. That's like a lever of you. Follow us on wherever. I guess, yeah. Send us, mo send yeah. us money on OnlyFans. Like that, that. Do do that. Yeah. I've been putting my ass out there for weeks. And yeah, people um, keep. There's this. If you give him enough money, he'll stop gaping his asshole and then it'll just be an ass pick. I never said I was gaping. You I obviously said, haven't no, been checking. I the said you were. I get a notification. If Hey, if you had an OnlyFans, I would be set up for constant notifications which is why i'm glad you don't gape your asshole on OnlyFans, because that would create some <laughs> awkward conversation because i get notified every time either of us does anything but okay i true. i gave my true, phone true, true. we we ordered doordash today i gave my phone to my husband to go pick it up because i had bedroom shoes on don't want to go downstairs um he and while he was down there he came back up he had the food and he said um tell adam his phone's on eight percent battery <laughs> and I was like, okay, <laughs> okay.
okay, my best friend in the Midwest, sure. Yeah, I'll let him know. I'll let him know that his phone needs to be charged. <laughs> I get a notification no matter what you do at all times. If you think yeah. that you could gape your ass on the internet once and I wouldn't find out about it, I got a Google alert set up. Like, are you kidding me? Now, the real question I have is if that happened, would that there happened. be a picture? Yeah. Would there be a picture that showed up on your watch? As it currently stands with the shortcuts and integrations I have right now, not yet. Tomorrow morning, <laughs> after I figured out how to do this, absolutely. Absolutely. I'd be shaking someone's hand in the middle of a strong business deal, and they'd just see asshole. They'd see full, full. I mean, that's going to happen anyway. That's what, we have the, that's what we have the window in the middle of our offices sure. for. Sure, 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 sure. Ta- yeah, I'm talking about in this meat space. Okay, so we end with a we end with a call to action. What are we what are we what are we calling? Are we calling Twitter? Are we calling Instagram? What are we doing? Can we just like can we just like have that like pre recorded? Can we just do that like as a a pre recorded okay, thing? If we pre record it, then we have to we still have to know what it is. Right. Well, like we could do like because then it's like with the when the topic hits its point. Like when I say something great, <gasps> we have the <gasps> boom, yeah. stinger sound, the Seinfeld, and then yeah. it's like. And then it's like, what is the deal with airline food? Something like that is good. But I think like, yeah, it hits the stinger and then it just jumps to like. I think, I think we, sure. If we do a pre-recorded call to action, sure. But I think, I think at the end, I think, I think we need to hit funny. We end there. We stinger, right? We go into this pre-recorded outro that we've done that's a call to action that's what reviews socials whatever Mm -hmm. and then i think stinger and then i think outtake i think bloop i think bloop like there's always going to be bloops i mean we're gonna have so many bloops have you met us of course of course there's gonna be we recorded for two hours we got some bloops in there the first 45 minutes of that's irrelevant but it, but prime, prime bloop. It's still bloop. It's still bloop heavy. It's irrelevant for the context of the actual podcast. But it's all bloops. <laughs> okay, so ignore the idea of us pre-recording everything. Well, we we thought about it, and then I thought about it further, and then I said, you know what, uh, Adam had that idea. It's great, but fuck that. Actually, what if we just what if we just did them real quick? What if we just did them real quick? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's more natural. Yeah, anyway. I feel like it's more it's more us to do it a, a real quick, just boom, 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 boom off the cuff, you know? Yeah. So you think for this, maybe we talk about reviews. It is a podcast, right? Yeah. 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 I I wanted to I wanted to entertain the idea uh-huh. of what if if people were excited about a topic that they wanted to hear our takes on something that we felt. Sure. And then and then once we received that topic, we we're like, you know what? We are conversational on this topic. I think we could probably tackle it. Let's, let's go. Sure. But a submission engine for that is tricky because, like, if people just tweet at us all the time. By the way, you could tweet at uh, Ray at Mr. Unladylike. Yeah, yeah on I'm there. Uh huh. Uh, you could tweet. You yeah. tweet the suggestion at the Adam Bash, also, which is where Adam would be on Twitter. Uh, but I don't know. That is that. Uh, is that what you're suggesting? Is that they tweeted at us? That's not what I'm suggesting though, because I feel like it might get buried. Okay, like, great. We get mentions. I don't want to brag, but you know, we get mentions once in a while. It may get lost once in, the in a while if you're tweeting yeah. at us. Once in a sure. while, somebody might tweet at us. Um, it might get lost. The men, it might. It, who knows? It's it, we we we'd intended to do it, but it got it lost in the shovel. Yeah, it that it, Twitter's a wild west. Sure. Right. So then you could, I guess, also theoretically, like email the show if you wanted to. Okay, Gramps. 
All right. All right. Gramps emailing the show. I mean, sometimes people want to email people. So, I mean, I guess you could. You could email show at laserhammer.com mm-hmm. um, sure. if you wanted to. Okay, yeah. But I don't even think that's the way that would be the good way to, to suggest that people uh, submit things. All right. Well, edge, edge me no further, bud. Tell me. <laughs> tell me. Tell me. All right. We're going to push it right over at yeah. this one. What if when people uh, review us on their podcatcher of choice, like on an Apple Podcasts. On a Spotify. On a Spotify. Sure. Or wherever it yeah. is, your your favorite your favorite podcast. This one is found. What if when they reviewed us, if at the end of their review they could suggest a, a topic? Okay. If it's like, hey, I think you guys are great. Uh, my favorite episodes are the ones where you talk to each other, which is everyone good, great review <laughs> already. I would love to hear your take on blank, and maybe that's the place where we could look for. I it. think I think that's perfect. Now I'll tell you why. It's because the normal review engine, right, is. I'm, mm. I'm leaving good five stars because th- this thing did a thing that I like. Instead, we are sort of uh, asking or really, really insisting folks leave a five-star review and, and say, this show hasn't done this thing that I would like, but I'm telling them to do it now. <laughs> yeah, I think what I like about it is the fact that it's much more transactional than a lot of review <laughs> podcast <laughs> interactions, right? <laughs> I love- fucking yeah yeah i mean you're right you have a point um yeah yeah, but no yell yell at us and tell us tell us you like what we talk about and tell us what you want to talk about next i i'm all for that hell yeah now chances are if you don't like us and you give us a one-star review and you say that we suck ass Mm -hmm. but also i would like to hear your takes on he-man and the mass of the universe probably we're not going to do that probably less so because i'm probably not going to see that review (laughs) The likelihood that I'm going to see that review is pretty low. The likelihood that I share the, hey, guess what? Hey, here's this review we got, and it was a one star. <laughs> no, yeah, I do tend to the odds. The that. odds that in the middle of my work day that I'm just boo, 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 messaging Adam for the 500th time, obviously, obviously. And Adam's like, oh, hey, we got a great review. And I'm like, oh, sweet dog, link it here. And it's like, one star. The girl one fucking sucks. It's like, oh, cool. Thanks. The odds of those getting through is going to be pretty yeah. slim. There's a little Gotta filter. say. Um, so I think it's a good system. I think it's a good system. I think it's a great system. All right. I think we got it all. We sorted it all. Is there anything else all we right. need to cover in this outro? Right. Well, just just quick rundown. You're on the internet at the Unabash. I'm on the internet at MR and Lee. Like, you should let us know how you liked this episode, future episodes, and tell us what you want to hear for future episodes by leaving us a review on Podcatcher. Insert Podcatcher here. I think we got it. And if all of this and if all of this verbal-based instruction is too difficult, you can always just go go out to laserhammer.com. Hell yeah. And all of this will be laid out gonna, very simply and to the point for you. Yeah. Hell yeah. I think I think we got it in one. Perfect, perfect episode, perfect outro. Got it in one. Didn't also go follow our Twitch at twitch.tv slash laserhammer live, where we're gonna be doing some fun stuff. Oh, that damn. Yep, got that. All right, we got that one. Yep, yep. All got of them. all of them. Twitch. Yep. Perfect. I mean, I mean, perfect. And I did say got it in one, and this is the third try. So I think it's the charm, but we also got it in one because it was one take for this, but also the charm. It was one take for this. One take charm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no one else is going to fucking listen to this show. It was great. We ready to go? 
Yeah, yeah. Of course we're of course we're ready to go. How could we? How could we not be? We've got this high energy mm-hmm. from. Speaking of high energy, Polly Shore had this thing about him. <laughs> Don't you even? Like, and why Polly Shore? Because he had high energy. Not I in mean... the Goofy movie. <laughs> yeah, he did. Bobby, you said he, he was the. He was high. High energy. High. He, yeah. That, that, we're no, talking. No, we're no. saying the same word here. That that kid. That kid walked around with squirt cheese. That was that was that kid's personality. Mm-hmm. Is that he yeah. was a stoner who uh-huh. just nozzled squirt cheese right down his gullet. Yeah. I mean, when he was in Encino Man, he was wheezing the juice, which means he sticks his mouth underneath the nozzle of the icy and just pours it right down his gullet in the Seven Eleven. That's wheezing the that juice. Wheezing the juice. Wheezing the juice. He also called himself the weasel. And he used to because say, because of buddy. the wheezing? No, it was different. He was like, buddy, don't hassle the wheeze, buddy. Ah. And he would always make these like high pitched sounds. Ah. Yeah, no, that, like sounds, that. that sounds like the, the character and from when, the movie, movie he played for sure. And instead of giving handshakes, he would do this thing where he would like put his hand out and he would like wiggle his fingers. And if you did it to him, he'd be like, make little weasel sounds. Okay. Okay, 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 okay. Why in Cena Man did this this gentleman have a nickname and a catchphrase with wheeze in it that were unrelated, apparently? I don't know if he was called the weasel. I mean, Polly Shore, America's VJ, was the weasel. I don't know if really in Encino don't love Man. Okay. I don't remember if in Encino Man they called him they I might think they call called it- him the weasel. Do they call it wheezing the juice because he's the weasel and that's the they thing he does to the, the juice? They call it wheezing the juice because he's, he's, he's wheezing on it, you know. He's wheezing down that juice, which isn't what wheezing means, but, no. you know, that's the way the you know, skater vernacular works. You just got a surfer probably, actually, technically. It was California, so. No. I think, no. I think that's just early pothead vernacular. Like, no. Well, Okay. Weezing the juice has upset me. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. Weezing the juice. Buddy, 